This is a production of Sunnydale Studios. You feel alive, let's hit the dance floor. Don't work too hard, my break a backbone. Return of the Mac, the king is back though. Corvette and cash, I never like those. So welcome to another episode of the No Brilliant Jerks podcast, a podcast that deconstructs consumer culture and media with No Brilliant Jerks allowed. Every Wednesday, you'll find us on all podcast streaming platforms chatting about all things business, media with a dash of shit talk. Heaps because of shit talk. who doesn't love that? <laughs> Today, you're joined by me, Liv, and I have Ty and Kat. How Hello. You? Excellent. Good, good yep. for a Tuesday? Coffee yeah. just kicked in for me. I'm loving life I'm, over here. I'm round three. <laughs> Jeez oh. Louise. Ty so. does get up at 2.30 in the morning. Mm. We just had a big chat about that. He lives a lifetime before we've even pattern. gotten out of bed. Yeah, but your sleep pattern's getting better. Yeah, I'm up to, I'm averaging just over seven hours. So well done. A month so, ago, it was five, five hours and 14 minutes. And then someone told me I was probably going to die. Oh. Which oh. I, I'm not <clears> sure. <throat> <that's> <laughs> Yeah. So a mortality yeah. check to yeah, make yeah. you sleep more. So yeah. now I'm just addicted to sleeping tablets. So that's good. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So. Joking. 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 That might be our first sponsor. Is that your yeah. dope? Huh? Is that your dope? Oh, actually, yeah, yeah, what sure. Drug use? Yeah. All right. First of all, so every I've, week I've, I've just weaned off alcohol. I don't, I don't know. I don't need a new verse. Oh my yeah. gosh! So every week we kick off the episode with our weekly dopes and nopes. It is time for dopes and nopes. My dope um, is actually Cody Simpson making the Australian swim team. Hey, yeah, nice what one. a grind! Um, I yeah, I, I saw some content he put in the, the other day where he's like swimming laps before he even like I think even came back to Australia to join the mm. swim squad, and when he was overseas, just stroking out in like I think it was like a public pool in LA or something like that. So yeah, I think I saw um, that too. Yeah, yeah. So props to him. Just someone that was i guess on that his celeb pathway and then to pull back and say hey i still got a dream i want to tick off the bucket list yeah um and i think a dream as isolating as <laughs> swimming mm. like what a grind yeah for sure and like he was a really good swimmer back in the day like mm. when he was at school and stuff and he would do state all champ. the yeah all the state competitions and stuff but i think it's pretty awesome as well like he's just come out with a full album as well mm. to come up with that and then also have all the training that he's doing yeah he's as, driven what is that as yeah. kimmy k says just just do the work <laughs> yeah, just do the work nobody <laughs> wants to work these days <laughs> Nobody wants to Except work. Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, good on him. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And he's also dating Emma McKinnon. Yes, McKinnon. Yes, McKinnon? yeah, mm. yeah. We got that um, swim squad love triangle, but oh yeah, with um, what's the other guy's name? I don't know. He's Is fucking Frank the yes, Tank. Good he's massive. Pack. He's a big dude. Eh? He's a big guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's the wings though. The wings make him look a bit bigger on the chest. <laughs> oh, saying that, you remember how massive Michael Clem was when he was swimming? He was like a, a, they are. They're super broad, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Really big in yeah, the shoulders. Yeah, they have to be like really like a triangle. Mm. Mm. I saw mm. someone saying the other day where they're like, um, you know, people think that swimmers, people get swimmers' bodies from swimming. They're like, no, you start swimming because you are generically gifted to be you a do. swimmer. You do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then what is your note for the week? Oh, the fucking US shooting. Yeah. So I don't want to delve too deep no, in that, but fuck you, America. Like, just disgusting. So, like, yeah. <clears throat> Nothing more tragic. No. Very sad. Very hard to actually think about. Yeah. So yeah. And it's also on. quite hard to, yeah, move on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Kat, do you want to lighten Great. it up with well, the dope? Well, there's like literally no segue from that to this. <laughs> I'm but- so sorry. We should have kept that's yours why, last. No. Yeah, well, that's why. We won't delve into it. Everyone knows. Yeah. 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 No words. So my dope for the week 
um, is the Kid Leroy and McDonald's campaign for famous mm. orders. So can you explain this for me? So, yes. So Macca's has um, this awesome campaign that they do predominantly overseas called Famous Orders. And they have um, – they basically engage a celebrity – and they ask them what their favorite order is, mm. and then they make that meal and they put it on the menu for like a limited period of time. Yeah, and customers can go and buy that meal. So um, BTS have have oh, done yes. it with Macca's before. I saw that. And Travis Scott has also done it with mm. Macca's. So Kid Leroy is the first Aussie artist to have a wow. famous order campaign, and that's gone live, and it mm. coincides with his first ever Aussie headline tour. And while he was in Sydney, he went to one of the Maccas in Sydney and he actually served served. customers through the drive-thru. Oh, cool. So really fun. Like it's just a fun campaign and – um, oh, although so, I, I'm going to read out what his order is because ah, it is a little bit weird. So that explains why his hair like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> he has a certain <laughs> look about him, doesn't he? Yeah, so um, I call it, what is it, um, El Derelique. <laughs> Zoolander vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cool. He is cool. He's a cool dude. So his meal is a cheeseburger, no pickles. Oh, the pickles are the best part. Yeah, so that's the controversy. That's the controversy around it. Mm. Six pack of McNuggets with barbecue sauce, a medium fries, and a frozen Coke. Nice. Oh. So that's his meal. That's, so that's my dope. That's that's a good meal. I really want, like, this is so cool. I would love to know what Sarah Michelle Geller orders when she goes to Macca's. Is this some? Um, I imagine just a soda water. Is this? Is this <laughs> that's my, my idol. That's um, Buffy. Buffy, yes. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah, I love it. I, that's my dope for the week. Don't they sing at the drive-through? Like you can sing his song or like play it, and like that's how they like instead of, they go, "Hey, like welcome to McDonald's. What would you like today?" And they just play the song. Um, I don't know. I've seen that on TikTok. They just play yeah. the song and they're like, "Oh, okay." Is it available at every Max drive-through? It's everywhere. Like we oh, could order it yeah. today. All right, let's do it. Let's <laughs> we do it. should order it today. Right, we'll order put it, it on the um, and we'll do, Excellent. We'll do a TikTok then and um, do the TikToks of the McDonald's drive-through. Good job. Content creating. I love it. Proud of you. Okay, here's my note. My note is the desperation of the maths PR stunt with Olivia and Jackson. It reeks of desperation. I'm sorry, Kat, but I have to disagree with you on this one. (laughs) Okay, you can disagree. I have listened and that was actually like my... Nope. (laughs) (laughs) That was my nope as well, but... I disagree with the PR stunt. But okay. why do you think it's a PR stunt? You go. I think it is. They've 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 got to stay relevant. How else are they going to stay relevant if it isn't to stay within the news, be it a negative situation or a positive situation? And it just happens to align perfectly with her OnlyFans launch. And, yeah, their agent, Max Markson, is known for pulling, like, some pretty trashy stunts. Yeah. Um. And this just reeks of that to me. Mm. But that's just my opinion. Max has de- like denied it. Of he course. said that he has no, <laughs> of course. no mm. fault in this. But I don't know. I have a few ideas about like, first of all, like the OnlyFans. Olivia has like created it based on the fact that she can't get a job anywhere. Her teaching career, obviously, over. No one wants to hire her. She can't even finish her placement. She was still at uni. Like, no one wants to hire her. So, to be honest, if no one wanted to hire me and I needed to make money and Mm. she's not getting sponsored posts as an influencer, you got to do what you got to do, right? Mm. And I also feel like they're already getting enough media as it is, as a couple is what they are. And, yes, they've just had the OnlyFans, but they were – they're always looked – like, they're always spoken about and Domenica's always talking about them as well. So, I They're playing the game. They're playing Mm. the game. 
they're playing the game <laughs> so but she was at the bar beforehand before i'm this. not getting into the nitty-gritty of, okay of it. all right we're, we're gonna run out of time we've we got are. so much to talk about today okay, okay. All, right. all right tell us about your dough okay fort, my dough is actually so i'm a huge love island fan uk australia whatever it is um so the new season of uk love island which is the best one out of all of them um it's starting on the 6th of june which is very exciting and they've actually got their first ever deaf contestant oh so i think that oh, is oh shit awesome. i thought you said death deaf hearing impaired everyone's just gonna talk shit behind his back her, her. it's a girl yeah she's hot and she oh my gosh i'm so excited i think can it's they all speak awesome. sign language she's got hearing <clears throat> aids oh okay she's got cochlear implants but i think it's just so cool how I they're just- like opening that up and like because i think so many young kids like watch it and they look up to these people and love island uk a lot of hmm. their contestants become huge influences once oh, they leave you know what? i have a confession i've never watched hmm. one episode of any love island oh my gosh yeah I I've, really should. It's I've actually, so um, good. Before I got married, I've always wanted to <laughs> date a hot um, either deaf or mute chick. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you kill I, me. I, <laughs> <laughs> I've just always thought of just... And I'm melting into my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I look forward to receiving... Some feedback. Oh. <laughs> on that, on that anyway, so we I'm really just, excited. Do we have to just beep out that yes, whole part? Yes, indeed. Oh, okay. um, so yeah, it's so funny. It's sixth of, <laughs> of June, Love Island UK. You can stream it on Nine now, so you'll have to get onto it. But it's okay. so good. It's so trashy, but it's oh, it's Chef's Kiss. So good, and a lot of the couples do stay together. Like Molly May and Tommy Fury are still together. Like three years after, they didn't win it though, but like they are goals. Okay. Anyways, that is my. Dope. We already discussed my nope. Okay. Shall we get into the topic for this week? Yes. Yes. Okay. So why are people shite at their job? I think we've got <laughs> a lot of um, situations that we've all been through that we can relate to this topic. Um, obviously, like with things going down at the moment and we've discussed things in the office about mm-hmm. little things that have happened. Shall we discuss why People are shat at their jobs. Yeah, I feel like I've noticed a decline in great service here. Yeah, in, in particular on the Gold Coast, mm-hmm. um, but I'm sure this is an Australian, mm. uh, an Australia wide oh, for sure. problem. Yeah, um, it first sort of came to my attention a few years ago when I went overseas. You need to just go to any overseas country mm. really to see the service level, and then come home to realize how average it is here mm. yeah and i noticed it a few years ago but now like i feel like covid has done something to the to, to everyone's um mentality and mm. ambition and drive to yeah. deliver a good experience yeah and i've also noticed that it's across multiple industries now mm-hmm. like service industries finance legal Everywhere. And yeah. I, I just don't know what we can do to get it I think, better. I feel like it's as the minimum wage gets higher, <laughs> people get less motivated to give a shit. It's kind of it's like overseas, like you find tip culture really yeah. excels customer service. Yeah, but then we go over we go overseas and we're apparently the most hardworking people. Like when they hire us, they're like, Aussies are so hardworking, there's such good service, mm. et cetera, et cetera. It's like we just don't want to do it here. Mm. 
But, you know, you have to work for your money over in the States, yeah. which is the tip culture yeah. side Yeah, exactly of right, yeah. So the better the service you provide, the more money you earn. So it's all – it's okay to be, I think, you know, money motivated. That's totally fine. But here, like often – some of the the less than average service I've received recently are from actual professionals in industries mm. like like legal professionals, yeah, um, finance, real estate. Like I've just gone through the process of buying a house and I've mm-hmm. had a less than stellar experience. Yeah. It's just your that- industry pressure as well, but mm. just wheels falling off because people are in the pump. Do you think it's people are under the pump or they can't cope with the the pressure anymore because we had COVID and everyone kind of relaxed a little and things weren't happening so people got lazy and now it's all Maybe. ramping up again and people are like, whoa, I forgot kind of how to do this. Yeah. I reckon there is an element to that, yeah. to be honest, yeah. actually. And Just the, excuses, back the, swing, the excuses of... Um, because you maybe you don't have meetings as much in person anymore and it's like mm. it's emails and it's like, oh, sorry, I missed your email. And it's like these deadlines and emails that people don't see because it's not in writing or whatever it is due to these little like COVID excuses or it's like, oh, sorry, like I thought I had COVID last week. Like I've been off or all these things that you can do or not meeting in person. Yeah, mm. maybe it's like the laziness and the excuses that people make. Yeah, I feel like... <clears throat> I'm more forgiving with that sort of day-to-day, those day-to-day tasks. I'm more forgiving with that. Where I'm less forgiving Mm. is when there's real serious shit on the line. Mm. For example, contracts, Mm. like legal contracts where addresses are Spelt uh, addresses are just completely incorrect. Yeah. These are um, are big ramifications. These are hypotheticals, yeah? Oh, absolutely hypotheticals. But you know, I when you're paying a premium price for a specialized mm. service yeah. for someone whose skill set is in that space and they just don't deliver, it's really disheartening. And it makes me, I always think to myself, if I treated like being running a business, mm. like and Ty would, would know mm. this, we bitch about this all the time. If if we ran our business the way that we have, have experienced you know, other suppliers or other service-based companies, the way they've treated us, we wouldn't have the business that mm. we have. Yeah. And we wouldn't have the clients stick with us for so long. It it blows my mind that people are that um, comfortable in just coasting and cruising. Mm. It, it really elevates the the good from the great. Yeah. It really shows that there's a huge, huge, huge gap between the good and the great out yeah. there. I feel like it's like, yeah, it's more prominent in those transactional services yeah. where it's like they just want to get you off their books, move on to the next. Where You're maybe, a number. Yeah, it's not as crucial. In our industry, like like our clients are clients for a lifetime, like, you know, sometimes. So it's mm. like we're, 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 like we're in the trench with them day to day and so those yeah. transactional ones, it's yeah. just, yeah, you, just, you feel yeah. like another number, just tick mm. and flick. Yeah, mm. I just don't like that. And the whole that's not my job mentality yes. is that's just really getting me down. Imagine if we said that. <laughs> oh, oh that's, not, that's not in our remit or that's not. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, people do say that. See, that, that's the stuff where it fucking blows my mind where, like, I've had those experiences with staff mm. and it's just like my brain implodes internally because I'm too scared to just have a, a robust conversation with them. Mm. Yeah. It's just like... There's, yeah, there's been such a difference between when someone is like, oh, well, that's not my job. It's like, mm. well, are you a team player? Do you care mm. about like what you're doing for a living? If this isn't the industry for you or if it, this mm. isn't the job for you, then please, please move on. Yeah. 
For sure. <laughs> and I have to say from experience, like being quite like a junior in the industry, like in order to like grow and to learn, you have to say, no, that's part of my job and learn mm. all these different tasks. And yes, maybe once you work your way up and you've had a few years experience, you can be like, well, I don't do. Well, not even. I still get in the trenches all the time. Oh, for sure. Because it's like sometimes it's 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 too hard for me to have a conversation. It's like spoon feeding a fucking Sorry, I'm going to uh, backpedal. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Please don't backpedal. Please keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't offend anyone. Um, yeah, sometimes it's just like I know the conversation is going to make me so angry I'll just do it myself because mm. I'll avoid that feeling for me and potentially avoid me offending someone else. Yeah, I guess it just comes around to the people that you're working with. Yeah, definitely. You you. Definitely mm. it's the culture and, and the people. I've Like my whole like value the way that I like to hire people mm. for KKNO and and tie well, obviously tie is the same but you know skills can be taught mm. but attitude cannot be taught mm. and that you know if someone's got a great attitude and they're driven and they're ambitious and they're willing to give it their all mm. then amazing we can work with that we can teach yeah. all the other technical things that, mm. that that come into the role but if that attitude's right yeah that's all it, i need it's like that mentality we're seeing these days where people are like um i want to be at this level remunerate me at this level why i work there mm. yeah and that i've noticed that a lot too where it's like um oh, i want to be an xyz um give me that package and then, then i'll work towards it yeah whereas like I feel like when we're growing up in industry, it's like you're at that level, you prove it for two years, and it's like here's your reward. Yeah, because yeah. then then you can self manage and, and and you're capable and you're confident and you can you can go. Yeah, where it's yeah. like yeah, I think it's just um yeah, I think the entitlement radar has gone a bit too far the other way. Yeah, because you're setting people up to fail as well, and that's what we're we're, we're well, you've probably seen that here where we're not about you know setting unrealistic expectations for people to fail as mm-hmm. well, which ultimately leads into them you know providing. Um, yeah. substandard service, yeah. substandard experience and not having the expertise to confidently, yeah, yeah, um, yeah service clients. Yeah. yeah, I wonder that's 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 probably a really good point as to like why are people shit at their jobs. Mm-hmm. I think that plays a huge part in, in that because mm. it, yeah, it all comes down to attitude and if yeah. you're bitter or sour and if things aren't, you know, maybe going the way that they that they want it to go, then they're taking it out on on the customers and then doing harm to the business themselves. Mm. But it's it's just very frustrating, I think. And I I like one story that I can quickly tell is um, a service based story and our TV was playing up in the new mm. house and it's a brand new TV. It's less than a year old. And I was on the the phone multiple times to the brand you know, doing hard resets, factory resets, all that jazz. It was, still wasn't working. Then they put a call out for someone to actually physically come. So a few days lapsed, they came over and it was two TV technicians and they walked in, they kept their shoes on, which I thought was strange. Yeah, take your shoes off. And one of the guys who was, I'm assuming, an apprentice, he just took a seat on my couch. He just sat down on the lounge. Imagine. And I was like... You know, and then I'm like, why am I scared in my own home to say, get the fuck up off my couch? Yeah, what would you have said, Ty? Do you know what I mean? What would you have said? Yeah, I probably would have said, get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) Like, you know, I noticed that. And then um, 
the main technician, you know, had the, the, the box open and was like working on it. And he's like, I can't find anything wrong with it. He's like, there's nothing wrong with the TV. I'm like, well, mate, there's something wrong with the TV. Mm. Like it's not working. And so we had this Mexican standoff <laughs> and it was like I I would just was standing there. He was standing there. The <clears throat> apprentice was sitting on my lounge riling up my dog, mm. like roughing him up and playing around with him. He got up at one point and walked over to one of our, our mirror that we have in the lounge room and he actually picked shit out of his <sighs> teeth. And I was just, you know, my anger level was just like, increasing by the minute but they're also there to do a job so you also want them to complete the job you want them to complete the job and so he was like there's nothing wrong with the tv and i was like but but it's not working like you're seeing that it's not working he said yeah it's a strange one i'm like hey this isn't my problem (laughs) like this is actually not my problem yeah like this like you what's the solution then and i had to you know drag out these answers i kept asking so what's the next step what's the solution Whereas in my mind, he should have been like, okay, I can't find the problem, but here's the options, Yeah, mm. you know, whether it's you you engage the warranty or whatever it might be. So I was dragging out these answers and then he said that, it, he said that is actually it. There, there is no, uh, because I don't think there's anything wrong with the TV, you can't get a new one under your warranty. And I was like, <laughs> but this isn't working. Like, the TV's not working. So then- he, so then he's, he's he wrote me an invoice for $129 or something and he handed it to me. He's like, and he had a pay square. Oh. And I just said, <gasps> I just said, I'm not paying that. I said, I'm, I'm just not paying it. He didn't do anything. I said, I'm not paying it. And he goes, okay, well, I guess I can't force you. And I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> oh, that's intimidating. And then he, he, they got up and they left. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> But what do you think it what have, planet what, am I on? Would it have been different if you were a male? I would have loved to have seen <clears throat> that exact situation happen mm. with my husband. Yeah. I can it, guarantee you like, it wouldn't have gone that like way. It's like car servicing. Like my, I don't know, I've always been told like that girls like that don't know anything about cars, they always get absolutely like You know what you should do next time? Off. You just go in there and be like, oh, my muffler and like my brake pads. You just say Speak the lingo. The language. <laughs> Even though if you don't know what you're I told, talking about. I told about. you I took these car once to, um, okay, I was fucking, it's, it's Audi, and they told her that she needs new brake pads. She called me in a panic, like saying, oh, you need to replace them now. Um, <laughs> they're going to run out, blah, 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 blah. I said, no, it's bullshit. We just bought the car. And then I took it to the guys across the road and they said, no, you got like 40% brake pads left. And I called them. So I put them on blast and they're like, no. So what we do is if you don't have enough brake pads to get through to your next annual service, we suggest you replace them. Wow. And I said, so some jerk off has called my wife now following up twice to tell her that the car is unfit to drive. She's freaking out at a, at a quote of like 1800 bucks because the 40% brake pads won't last another 12 months. Like what a bunch of jerk That's off. a bold-faced lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, yeah. the context of they're like, oh, yeah, so what we're saying is it won't last to the next to, so the, to the next service. How about this as well? Like I think when you have luxury goods as well, I know some companies are great um, with no matter how old it is, mm. like you mm. can take it back, yeah. they fix it, whatever it is. But we had a, a – I've heard of a really bad experience with Rolex – She took back a watch, one of my friends, and it was very old. Like it was a Mm. grandmother's hand-me-down, like antique, and it had a cracked screen. It wasn't working. And the ladies at Rolex just looked at it and they said, oh, no, 
we, we, we can't fix that. No, you have to take them to a certified Rolex de- like a service person, which are like old school artisans. The shops, I don't think the shops touch them but unless they're s- new and send them back. But exactly, but when a, you spend so much money on a product, why why do you not get that service afterwards for however many years it sure. is? Mm. Like you spend so much on it. Why why does it have to be the newest? Like, I'm pretty sure even Rolex, you have to send your watches to Sydney to get them serviced. Yeah. You don't even yeah. Get, yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> and anyways, they just looked at her and they go, oh, no. But I guess like in that situation, like, if they can't do it there, then they should be like, okay, Here's this is options. now what yeah. you do. Right. And then, and you know, still make the customer feel it's, important. They just um, I, I, think, I think it sounds like your friend had a fake Rolex. No, it's real. It's 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 one hundred percent real. And then she took it over the you road. Can you imagine risking the embarrassment? Imagine going into one of the high end stores with something fake. Right. Oh my god, that would be so bad. Oh, but no, she took it to the watchman across the road, and he was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll have it done in a few weeks." That's why you just buy swatches. They're sick. Swatches. So, has anyone had any good experiences like lately, like good service experiences? Isn't it funny? How um, hard is it to think of something really great, like a standout experience? I think airlines have really bad service. Oh, for sure. Like any of them, even like Virgin, even when you're like. They're always angry at hosties, eh? Unless you're, unless you're in business class and they're, they're really nice. Yeah. Everyone else is a just since, <laughs> just since COVID, like I feel like everyone's come back, and I don't know. Like we said, like everyone coming back from COVID, you think everyone would be motivated mm-hmm. and ready to get back into mm. the work. It's the opposite, isn't but it? But it's the opposite because when they were all sitting at home, yes, they didn't have a guarantee of getting a job, but they were also getting JobKeeper and still yeah. getting those mm. paid Do- incentives for not doing anything. Mm. I was actually the opposite. So during COVID, I was working full time on JobKeeper while my staff members were at home. Yes, they didn't have the guarantee of having a job when they came back, but they were sitting at home getting paid the exact same amount as me and I was at the front Mm. desk with no guests at a hotel Mm. doing full-time uni still while they were sitting at home just chilling. Mm. And I I was so angry because that happened for like three months through the peak of COVID. I was in this hotel by myself and it was like a ghost town. It Mm. was like horrible and... I was like, well, what about the other guys? Like they're getting paid the exact same amount as me and I'm actually doing the hours of work. And they're like, oh, well, they may not have a job. <laughs> They've all got jobs now. Like yeah. it, was a, it was a guarantee. Yeah. Sounds but- like you were, Sounds like you voted for the wrong party then, mate. <sighs> so <clears throat> I'm going to ask it again. What about our good experiences, guys? So I, I have noticed, <laughs> so this, this is a check. I've, I've noticed like when I go to Freedom now, like you remember how they used to swoop on you like, hey, how can I help you? And you're like, you're like, just, you're like just fuck off and let me have a look. Now, I feel like they are maybe, maybe they've, that, that, it's, it's funny because I've classified that as a better experience now because like, oh, you're happy just browsing? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, than, I like to yeah. shop like that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which Be I've acknowledged, noticed. but yeah. not like hovered not over. Like a oh, yeah. on a fresh piece of shit. Do you know at Universal they have to actually – like part of their arrangement is they have to like obviously welcome you into the store, ask if you're looking for anything. And then when you're in the change room, they have to provide you with three other- Compliments? Uh, no, three three other outfits oh, while wow. you're in there. Actually, that makes sense because I was in a Universal recently. I actually had a good experience. This was at Harbortown, the, um, the Universal store there. And the 
the attendant in the change room, I was trying on a pair of jeans and she mm-hmm. said, have you seen the other styles of the same brand? She went and bought them to me. That's helpful. And she was really good. She was like, oh, I pre- actually prefer these for this reason. Did you buy any? And she was really helpful. No, because I ended up trying them on and I didn't love them. I hate jeans. And yeah, they're very hard to Actually, buy. Actually, I did have a good experience. I got petrol at the really old Miami petrol station mm. on the weekend. That's on like that, the, is yeah. the Gold Coast Highway. He filled up my petrol. Oh, wow. There was a That's man old school that filled up my petrol. That is old he, like, school. He walked over to me while I was doing it and he's like, just, I'll do it for you, love. <laughs> and I was like, like I had Ooh. no idea. And then he's like, just go inside. You're number seven. I was like, oh. I thought it's that was great service. And the guy was so friendly. He washed my windows. Do you know what? That was, but that was the service standard. It was. Yeah. When I was young. It that was. was I remember what my parents at Isla Capri, there used to be a servo there where Isla Capri shops were. Yeah. We used to go there like pretty much every time we fill up and same there. Bowser service, clean yeah. the windows. Yeah. And yeah. you pay, you just pay cash and you yeah. go. It was fan- that that is mm. that there's an air of magic to that level of service. Yeah, it just actually, sort of makes those day to day mundane tasks nicer, more enjoyable. A service with us with uh, I think my my um, new car purchase, which is on waitlist now. That was I found that really good. Yeah, that's. Good. Um, I even I, I looked at the my sales professional as a trainee sales professional. Shout out to I think her name's Eleanor. Yeah, she's been <laughs> love fantastic. You, Eleanor. Yeah, love you, Eleanor. Um, yeah, just like updating on emails, like always, just like preempting. Or just being on top of things, so I don't always have to ask questions. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I found yeah, that really good, good. which was unexpected too. Especially when you're spending too. a lot of money as well, it's good to have that too. Yeah, but like even in that kind of context, like usually cars are just like, like yeah, yeah. Um, but do you feel so like if you're spending, like I know for me, if I'm making a big purchase, like my expectation levels absolutely increase. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I, especially for a luxury item. I want the champagne. Yeah, so I do want I. the couch. Same. I, I want, want it all. Not that I've had it before, but <laughs> that's what I'd expect. Give me the champagne. <laughs> Give me the – whoa. <laughs> I'm Give it to me. I'm excited about it. I nearly yeah. kissed the microphone. Sorry <laughs> about sure. that, Connor. <laughs> but, like, let's move on to, like, how can we manage shit people? So it's like, yeah, they're shit. So mm. in 2022, how do we manage them? Managing shit people and people that have consistent – poor performance mm. is it's really it's challenging for employees because it's very difficult uh these days to get rid of those people mm. and that like honestly that's just a fact or even have a conversation <laughs> with them um, I'm fortunate because I like I've I've asked Kat to have a lot of those conversations for me as well because like I've had experience in the past where just I don't know just I don't feel comfortable having them being a male, totally honest with a female, because mm. I feel like straight away, whatever I say, can get put in the box of bullying or whatever. It just scares me, and so yeah, cat. I, I always lean on cat for those because yes. in the past we've, we've had that scenario yeah, where yeah. I've had a not even like a robot, just a, a, a dis, just a conversation about mm. a staff's performance, and they've like pr- pretty much sent cat an email saying I was I was bullying them. Mm. Um, standing over them, which wasn't the case at all. Mm. Um, the, like, after that, they acknowledge and apologize, but it scared me. Like mm. it was like, and so no, I'm just, to be totally honest, I'm not comfortable doing it still. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's challenging. It's hard one. Like it'd be, it it would be fantastic to, if you have a bad experience, feel comfortable in you know providing feedback. But mm. unfortunately, if you provide feedback this these days, you need to be prepared to be then called a Karen or yeah. then blasted online or mm. you know. A fear of having some sort of reprimand when really you're just like 
running you, a business. Yeah, or you're just providing well, some feedback to another business. But yeah. hey, yeah. I, did, I had a less than well, stellar experience. Here's why. You should feel comfortable in doing that. And I know as a business owner, if any of my clients experience anything, you know, that makes them, you know, not happy or if, if they're not happy mm. with, with the results or, or whatever, I hope that they would come to me. Mm. And they have mm. come to me in the past. And I would take that feedback on board because, mm. you know, 99.9% of the time, that's all it is. It's mm. feedback yep. and it's designed to make you better. But, but- Do you think my age group is like we can't take feedback as well as mm. yours? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do. I think it's a bit like clean communication that um mm. the wise Christine told us where like where it also speeds up like your your timeline of like kind of progressing throughout a career, the ability to take like feedback quickly and um um, and on the chin. Yeah, on the chin. You know, not so like, But take it as a productive emotional. kind of feedback. Mm. Like you progress so much quicker and then as a result of us or you, your boss or anyone not feeling like they're able to deliver that and not delivering it, like mm. it, it, it slows down your progression professionally yeah. and, and, and personally, I think. I definitely feel that. Yeah. yeah, I've had many times and I started internships like very early, like when I started studying and to have like all that feedback um, – in the early days and I, I'm quite a sensitive person in, in real life and at the start, like even just like when I was working at a cafe and a, one late, like my boss would be like, oh, you haven't cleaned up that table over there. I would get upset by it because mm. it's like, oh, it's a uh, like it's- You're taking it personally. Yeah, it's a review yeah. on my like how I was working mm. but with all of that feedback and having those harder conversations yeah. and the internships or even like uni assignments and getting that feedback and not like having a hissy yep. fit over it. I feel like it's definitely develop- developed me as a person in my career to be able to handle yeah. bigger conversations, yeah. but it'll only just get better with like obviously more experience. Mm. But I do have to say with my age group, we're very much like we get that one piece of feedback. We hold on to it. We don't see like the positive feedback that may be surrounding <laughs> yeah. it. We yeah. see that one little line. Mm. And we take it to socials, we blast it to our friends and we ridicule the business or the company that said it. And we've always like, we kind of blacklist mm. them because mm. they said that one line. And yes, I am quite guilty for that because I have had an experience like <laughs> did that. Did you do that here? But it was, <laughs> no, it was warranted, but we're not going to touch on that. But um, yeah, I definitely think our age group is a, is a lot more sensitive to it. And it could be just due to experience. Yeah, I I I don't know what what it is and whether or not it's just this like we're in this um funny time where there's been such a line in the sand drawn between if you are giving feedback that can be perceived as, you know, harsh or, you know, hard to hard to take on board because it is so direct, say, then it's so easy for someone to say now that's no, that's bullying, mm. or or they're only saying that to me because I'm a female, or they wouldn't yeah. they wouldn't say that to a man. Yeah, like a few, you know, it's really easy for someone to do that these days, yeah. and that's where you know I really, <clears throat> I can really empathise with Ty because I understand that it it does happen. Oh fuck, hang on, let me just start that whole thing again. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to like I don't want now. I don't want to come across like I'm. See what I mean? Like how hard it is mm. yeah. to like walk that. It's so hard to walk the line between just the common sense line. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. And expectations. 
What? I don't even know. I don't even know. Cut that whole bit out. Okay. No, well, I can leave it in because it, it shows how actually frustrating it can be. It's really hard to be- communicate it. Be- yeah, because at the end of the day, we, we have a we, we have a responsibility to maintain a, a you know a, maintain a, a standard of service and business and um, professionalism. And if you can't, if you're too scared to provide just feedback, yeah, in any means because of cancel culture, let's like, what, well, what do you do? But do you struggle as well because? Obviously, in our industry, we here as well, we're a very small team. We're all friends as well. And we talk about life. Life. <laughs> and it's not like you're the big boss that's like five tiers above me and I never see you and you come down and say this like one piece of feedback or whatever. Like we're all very much connected, I guess. Mm-hmm. Does that find do you find that harder to give feedback as well? No, I find it easier mm. because I think having like that whole open door policy where we're yeah. all working together um i think it builds trust yeah and mm. you can also see like ty and i are in the trenches all the yeah. time and and i would never ask anyone on our team to do anything that i wouldn't do myself yeah um you know unless i'm asking our amazing graphic designer to design something yeah. because i definitely <laughs> have no idea how to do that yeah but you know i would never my expectations are i you know i always want to create an amazing culture where everybody feels valued and respected. Mm. But I also, my expectations are that the job not only does it get done, but it mm. gets done to our standard, the yeah. Kano standard. And I, and I have to say, like, going back to, like, my experience and being very early in the industry, <clears throat> recommendation, find a small team and, like, a team like ours where you can get that personal feedback and you can have that relationship with your bosses as like friends too, but you build that trust because I have to say like, I've learned so much in like the first, like even like six months being here because we have that like connection and um, having that trust where you can give me all that feedback to do Mm. the best that I can. So anyone that's at uni looking for internships, (laughs) hit us up, (laughs) hit us up. But also like, I cannot recommend it enough to find a smaller boutique instead of going big when you start off because you get to learn not only do you get to learn all different things in different departments um but you also have um like a management team that's really close and they give you Mm -hmm. like heaps of support and feedback hopefully if you're in the right company you'll know you'll know yeah don't waste your time but we've experienced big agency too so we're we're, we're an outcome of what what we see doesn't work there culturally as well but um I suppose those layers provide protection for the lords above as well. Mm. Every now and again, mm. it wouldn't be bad to have a layer of protection. Okay, anyways, shall we get into the last segment <laughs> of every episode? That yeah. was a great chat, guys. Good All chat. right. So um, at the end of every episode, we always wrap it up with our required reading. Required reading. Who started last time? I love okay, how how, you go. how yours and mine aren't. You don't even need to read these. It's more about either listening or watching. Yes, um, yeah, I don't read. <laughs> no. yeah. um, I don't read. I don't read. <laughs> I only watch. I observe. Uh, you know, I used to buy glasses to like make me read. So oh, I'd like oh, fake smart. <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. Where just but um, just to pick up chips. <laughs> <laughs> No, I put them Not on. Surprised. I put them on, and I'm like, okay, I'm in reading mode now. Like this oh. is during school. Oh yeah, fair. because I, I, see I that. couldn't read books, and you know, like in English and stuff, you oh, have to so read like, so many novels. So if I put so on like, glasses. It triggered so your brain knows it's reading time. Okay, like it's reading time, and then I'd read it, but there was nothing in them. They were a clear lens. (laughs) 
<laughs> and they also looked really cool and they looked intelligent. But no. So they how they make you feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But now I can read books, yes. But my recommendations would only be like romance novels. So that's not ah, that's not on topic for this. But Kat, what's your recommendation? Mine is Top Gun 2 Maverick. Yeah. 10 out of 10. 11 Great. out of 10? 11 out of 10. Okay, yeah. Although I need to see it tomorrow night. I have to just warn anyone that sees it. There's about 15 minutes of the film that'll be that me. made me very motion like I had motion sickness from it. It is wild. Like you feel like you're in the fighter jet. I think I saw the scene on TikTok oh. and someone reacted to it as if you were watching it in 4XD or whatever it is. It is and full he's on. like Woo! You, you actually find yourself this is no joke and this there's actually a few media articles about it now where you're leaning into the chair oh. like you're doing the, the G-force thing and I, I had to check my watch at one point, my, my Garmin, because it, it tells me what my heart rate is. Because at one point I was that, I felt like I was having like a mini anxiety oh. attack because I just felt like I'm in this, I'm in this fight. Like I'm in this dog fight. <laughs> I'm in the jet. And then I looked at my I Garmin. and Maverick. And my, my heart rate was 121. Holy dooly doll. Oh. I, I said to my husband, I'm like, my heart rate's like, I'm doing a workout. It's the Maverick <laughs> effect, good thing, eh? Good thing your husband's a nurse. Jeez, <laughs> imagine if he passed out. <laughs> like, honestly, it is, but it is so good for I'm a totally sequel. I'm totally going to vomit. Like, I get car sick. Like 36 yeah. years later, it's it's excellent. 36. The story ding, is ding, amazing. Ding, ding. There's watch. romance, mm. there's depth, there's action. It's Tom Cruise's still got Ooh, it, man. I'm excited. And Miles Teller's in it and I really like him as an actor oh yeah mm. he, he's he's really good yeah yeah. yeah yeah no yeah. so i'm super keen so that's my required watching reading, <laughs> watching listening no i'll definitely be saying that one take What's your anti-nausea time? pills mine's just uh <laughs> wear those goggles have you seen <laughs> take goggles? Any, take an oxygen yeah. mask while you're there <laughs> there's goggles that you can now wear if you get car sick which i'm almost <laughs> contemplating and buying but i just need to sit in the front seat and i'll be and fine just stop staring at your phone while you're driving i don't I don't. I don't do any of that. Yeah, that yeah. does make you feel. I just, it is. Yeah, for sure. I just have to see the road though. But there's these goggles that are like really wide, and they've got another lens oh, here. Wear them to top wow. You put your little glasses on as you get in the chair. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways, Ty, what's yours? <laughs> Mine's actual uh, is Daniel Goring's TikTok. Hey, it's good. Yeah, so just go he's check that down. He's he's hilarious. Yeah, but you'll get you'll get lost. Like you'll you'll yeah, go you on go, a deep dive. Well, I, I I like watch it whenever I need to pick me up. I just watch it. Just yeah. as funny. Like I rewatch it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's why he has so many views. It's he's just great. All you. Yeah. Most of his content, though, is just like reacting to other that's people's funny videos. So all weird, wacky videos, like yeah. just like so strange. And like he'll play the video and then react to it at the end where he's just like staring at the it's screen. Just, it's just a dead face. He's oh, just like, I need to have a look at this guy. It's pretty much like it's what hilarious. we do when we like react to other videos, but he just yeah. films himself. But his caption kind of gives you a glimpse yeah. into his brain. Yeah, he's hilarious. He used to be yeah. an AFL player for the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, he's oh, used an AFL. And then he moved to Melbourne and I think he played for the Bombers maybe. Yeah, no. yeah, and he didn't get re. I think it was pretty no. funny. Yeah, he he didn't get re-signed, no. but I think I believe he curated like he like, will share that whole experience in a comical way as well. Yeah, his, and then he went on Big Brother, ass. and he came yeah. like second. Oh. oh, he went on Big Brother to get his chick back. Yes, yeah. and he did get her back. Yeah, but I don't know about now. But anyways, okay, what? so my, yeah, are they together now? I don't know. I don't know. You'll you have can to look deep that dive. One. I just watch. No, I don't. I, I don't want to get 
deep into his life. I just want to service level his, his TikTok. <laughs> yeah. level. All right. Um, so my required reading slash listening is a podcast by Life Uncut. I love these girls. I listened to another podcast of theirs this morning. It's like my Tuesday, Thursday ritual because they have two episodes that drop a week. So this episode came out last great week. Great promo. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> great promo for Life Uncut. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so it's called Kidnapped in Somalia, a story of survival with Jessica Buchanan. Um, so it's all about her story. Have you heard of her story? Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. So give it a listen. It's just a good um, interview where she basically just rattles off her story. It's like listening to her in person instead of like a one-on-one interview. She just like tells her whole story, how she was um, yeah, pretty much kidnapped. And I think she was in like the desert um, for like 90 days. Oh my God, that's frightening. Right. And her last text message to her husband was like, ha ha, hope I don't get kidnapped. Oh, oh. oh. And then she actually did. Yeah. Wow. So, anyways, give that a listen. And then his response was like, "Hey, right back." Are the Somalian pirates still a thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, that's, that's what scary was involved. Shit too, and isn't apparently, it? where yeah. she where they stopped, it was really close to um where ISIS was happening. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So she knew mm. that that was really close, and you know how like your your mind would just jump to a million things at once. And I think there was one stage that they were talking about her being sold to them kind of thing yeah anyways give it a listen um but yeah i think that's all from us today good job guys thanks oh you're right Uh yeah i'm just can i need another coffee no i just could go another notifications and i could go another coffee just saying anyways guys i can't wait to go to maccas hey Hey. let's go we gotta film it can we sing the song what song is it though um (laughs) can we like work out all of our like harmonies yeah anyways guys we'll see you next week bye you feel alive let's hit the dance floor don't work too hard my break a backbone return to the mac the king is back though cover and cash i never like those Thanks for listening, guys. If you love this episode, please give us a five-star rating and make sure you follow us on socials to stay up to date with all the weird and wacky things we get up to. You can find us on Instagram at No Brilliant Jerks Podcast or Sunnydale Studios, or you can even find us on our agency Insta at KKO Agency. And if you'd like to put a face to a name, you can watch all of our podcast recordings on our YouTube at Sunnydale Studios. Now, we'll pop up all our social handles and links discussed in today's episodes in our show notes below. Feel free to also email us with your own dopes and nopes and we'll share them on the podcast. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. We shall be in your ear holes again next Wednesday. Okay, bye. This is our production of Sunny Dallas Studios.